0: Now this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I usually ask a question to start off these shows, uh, but today I just have to say that looks like an incredibly comfortable sweatshirt jacket sweater not a vest but that looks very comfortable i just i want to pay you a compliment i'm i'm envious of your uh your outerwear
1: well thank you dc matthews at the dc matthews Uh, i like this particular piece of outerwear as well i'm not sure what they call it i I almost feel like they call it like a uh a a sweatshirt jacket or, or something like that um I don't think it would make a very good jacket, but it is because it is made of that sweatshirt material. It's a terry cloth or something like that. I don't know. But it 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 has a collar.
0: It obviously is button up. So it's a little more formal than a a sweatshirt.
1: But I feel like the collar, which is going to sound weird because collars are formal, right? But I feel like it makes it less formal, less formal than like a shawl collar like you might find on a cardigan. Mm -hmm. It's like I feel like it's a nice in-between when I, when I, I don't feel like dressing up, per se. Not that I really think a cardigan is dressing up, but I think some people think so. So,
0: How many cardigans would you say you own? Because I own zero.
1: I own I'm going to say at least two. At least two. One that's more like this material, and another that is a nice, thick, uh, bulky wool mm-hmm. that is good for The winters. One would
0: think that being that I clearly have aspirations to dress as a 50-year-old professor, I would have cardigans, but I don't. I don't enjoy pullover clothing, like of the the kind of outer thing. I want a zip-up sweatshirt. I want a button-up shirt.
1: All my cardigans are button-up. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not doing pullover nothing. Pullovers and I also not a fan.
0: Yeah. No, thank you.
1: I mean, I guess all my... Like, T-shirts I wear. That's a different different thing. Yeah, I think so. I think
2: so. I've never seen a button-up T-shirt. Huh. Maybe we've stumbled upon
0: something.
1: We're going to be rich. (laughs) Or we're going to be very poor after making a poor (laughs) business investment. But either way, it's going to be an adventure, DC. Uh,
0: Speaking of adventures, you and I took an adventure um, this past weekend. I'm, I'm sure everyone listening knows. Because they listened to it, I'm sure. But uh, we celebrated the 50th anniversary of the piece of, or the 50th episode rather, not the 50th anniversary of the piece of well, business 50th podcast. 50th
1: anniversary of its first episode, right? I, I suppose, technically. Weekly anniversary? Yeah. Well, uh, but have they done them all weekly? I don't know. What, whatever. Episode 50, you were right. Shut up. We, I'll shut up now. We
0: sat and, and we, we got to gaze into the eyes of, of Glenn. The bestest of all besties. Um, we eventually got to gaze into the eyes of Jeremy once he, you know, showed up because he he pulled a GQ and ran a few minutes late. Um, a few? I counted several minutes of lateness. I wasn't going to say anything, but if you're yet, yeah, yes, there's no denying he was several minutes late. Uh, but I, you know, we didn't talk after the fact, but I thought it was a very pleasant and enjoyable conversation. It was a pleasant and
1: enjoyable conversation, although um, the one regret I think I have on the show is not calling Jeremy a bastard to his face. No, I'm kidding. Uh, My one regret about the show, I would say, is at times I sort of felt like having us on as guests was almost a celebration of us. Because we've been doing this podcast for so long. And just as we rode the coattails of the New Age Insiders, I'm not saying they're riding our coattails because we have no coattails upon which to ride. But I do feel like, you know, uh, as they have said time and time again on that episode, without DDT, there probably would not be a POB. So, like, I feel like they take some inspiration there. So at times I felt as though we were being celebrated when really we should have been celebrating them. And Pop and we, I think we struck a little bit of a balance. You did congratulate them, and I did so at the end as well. But I did I did I did feel like that was a little a little out of sorts at times. And see,
0: I thought we didn't talk about us enough. Oh really? I felt like no, I'm kidding. I felt like <laughs> Yeah, I felt like it should have I felt like Doc Manson deserved more praise, is really where I'm going. Yeah, I agree. Um, but no, we had an enjoyable time. Now, we had seen that, you know, Glenn has a profile picture. We have seen Glenn before in, in, in photo form. Um, was this the first time you laid eyes on Jeremy? Yes. Did, as it did, did the visual match the expectation?
1: Um, th- did it match the, the expectation? Sure. But did it, did it match what I thought he would look like? No. Okay. Like, because when is, I say expectation, like I'm not, I'm not like I'm expecting, I'm not expecting to to, to see a tuxedoed millionaire or or you know a well dressed speaking poodle or something. So like you know he was a dude, you know what I mean? Like so he met the expectation. Yes, in yes. that he, I've he always, as advertised was a dude. I've always um, said
0: that Jeremy is not a well dressed speaking poodle. <laughs>
1: Well, you never can be too sure, especially not in the today's day and age. No, but you,
0: at least for me, when I I interact with people on Twitter, I have in my mind a a vision of what they look like. Um, and you know, a an accountant was not what I pictured when I saw Jeremy. Not that I'm saying he was an accountant; he is clearly, of course, a window washer. But
2: you know, it. Just, I don't think he looks like an accountant. Okay.
1: I think he looks
2: like He
1: looks like I mean, this is going to bug me now. I got to think about this cuz I mean, there there is the the whole the whole, you know, bespeckled element and that yep. was not something I I had envisioned. Um I think
2: he, he looks not mm. unlike a kindly old librarian. Okay. Not that old,
1: really, though.
2: So, but you yes. know what?
1: I think he looks more like, not a librarian, but the the owner of an independent occult bookstore. <laughs> that's what bookstore. I think. Okay. Yes, specifically. Okay. Yeah, that's what I think. And Glenn, as we all know. Is Put incredible. a vest on him, and he would definitely own an occult bookstore
0: and Glenn as we all know just devastatingly handsome no wonder he was fighting off the ladies in his armbar in i was case.
1: terrified just looking at him i was afraid he was going to leap through my screen that armbar was going to snap my limb in half i could see the menace behind
0: those eyes uh mrs manson made a brief appearance and as jeremy said you know he believes that uh All of us have outkicked our coverage, which I believe is
2: a sports metaphor. Let's
1: not get crazy here. I mean, Doc Manson is a pretty desirable piece of meat. I've never denied it.
0: Certainly more (laughs) than a well-dressed speaking poodle, (laughs) which I will continue to mention because that was just a delightful phrase to bring up. Uh, But yes, it was was enjoyable. I do hope we get to do it again because I found it fun. Um, it was a nice way to spend 8 a.m. on a Sunday.
1: It was fine. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I, honestly, the, the early morning did not bother. I was, I was not commenting on the time I had, but on the time at which we did it, okay, 8 a.m. was fine time. for me. It worked out just fine yeah. for yeah. me. 8 a.m. is fine, uh, especially right now when I'm <laughs> in this habit of waking up at 6 a.m., 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. is doable. because I'm trying to hold myself more or less to yeah. that on the weekends as well, though. So. Speaking of since we're on the subject, how's been the week? how are things
0: you're you're still here you're well dressed, you look like you've shaved recently, so clearly life isn't falling apart around you. Is that a new Godzilla behind you with the red background, or is that not a new godzilla behind you it's
1: It's relatively new within the last year or so, okay, but there was a time I think. I would probably mention on the show as a piece of positivity. I was gifted a box set of all the Shawa era of Godzilla films, yes, yes, which yes. is like fifteen or something films, and uh, that is the box set. I don't it. think it's always been on there. It was on our coffee table for a while as I was working through the movies, but it did eventually work its way okay. up there, and it's been there for for a fair bit. I can't say I pay that much
0: attention to the background, like I'm used to seeing the Harry Chapin and the Ghostbusters poster. Um, you know, the Lord of the Rings box set books that I'm, are the DVDs that I'm sure you watch at least three or four times a month.
1: Oh, well, they've moved up here because I have Blu-rays now. You got to ah. get that 4K going if, uh, if you want to watch yourself some Lord of the Rings.
0: When was the last time you watched Lord of the Rings?
1: It's been a while. <laughs> uh, I will say, though, I would say within the last six months, I have watched the beginning of Fellowship of the Ring uh because it is on h b o Max, not sure. sticking a disc in anything, but I have started it and watched a bit of it several times
0: i I do find it very tiresome to, as you eloquently put it, once again, stick discs in things um, yep <clears> I watched talk about first world problems, huh? I watched some YouTube's cl- YouTube clips just this morning of uh, some of my favorite scenes from Kung Fu Hustle, a movie that oh, yeah. we both enjoy. Uh, I have the DVD. Certainly wasn't going to stick it in anything. I'll just watch the clips. And then I, had, I fell down a rabbit hole in which I started looking up the the actors who played uh, Paris and Helen of Troy, the landlady and the landlord character. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And was watching old fight scenes from him, from like, you know, 1993 Chinese, or yeah, Chinese horror, not horror movies, obviously, martial arts movies. So that was very cool.
1: I don't know if I've ever checked out any of his earlier work. So yeah, I, I, his Wikipedia page
0: said that because of that trademark mustache, he often played the villain, which I thought was an interesting
1: character choice
0: because that character in Kung Fu Hustle is such a, you know, yeah,
1: yeah, not a villain.
0: Yeah, but life is good before I get too, too lost off a tangent. Life's good. Life's sweet. Grab oh, yeah, life is
1: all right. I, I will say, you know, things are busy. Learning how to be in person with the work is definitely taking a few weeks of adjustment. Still constantly finding things that are wrong and having mm-hmm. to be quick on my toes, fixing things. I had a staff member come to me today, ask me if I would be uh, willing to act as a reference for them, which, of course, I said yes. But I also said, oh, no, no, don't do that to me. Um, I don't want to lose anybody we, I have a good team um, but, but you know it is what it is I understand now is certainly the time to be looking for a job if you're in the market because there's a lot of people resigning all over the place um, so it's a, it's a good time to make moves if that's something you are inclined to try to do so mm-hmm. I don't begrudge them at all um, so that was I was going to say pants, you made, you made some moves not really I mean I'm still stuck where I'm stuck
0: yeah but you've made a you've made a move that could maybe someday eventually you know lead to you no know, i a think
1: I, move. I think i've I've realized very much so that that move is never going to make sense. It's okay. just never going to make sense. They were hiring uh in residence positions at the major university I worked for mm-hmm. starting salary was forty four thousand dollars
0: like is that? You know, let's put that in context. Would you say that is less than you make right now?
1: Yeah, like I would say it's below. It's below like sixty percent of what I make. So it's a pretty substantial hit, and that's and that's just my primary position, not the secondary position or the third position, which adds on top of that. Sure, like you know what I mean. So like again, I don't mean I'm not trying to brag here. I realize the job I have pays me pretty good for what it is um but again it does make movement into a career that i might consider personally more fulfilling more Mm -hmm. enjoyable um difficult to entertain very difficult to entertain and so that sort of gives me pause it makes me wonder why i'm spending my time doing this when I don't know that there will be an eventual payoff that that really gets me anywhere. So I guess I just have to be content with all of the money, the massive amounts of money they're paying me now to just do the job I'm doing, which of course is not a lot of money. but um, it's nice. don't get me wrong, but it's mm-hmm. not.
0: I, I have a coworker who is 95 percent of the way. Uh, decided that she is going to leave the position she is currently in uh, and move to a different uh, school district to take on a different position up a sweatshirt jacket's coming off doc manson makes a black t-shirt look good ladies and gentlemen let me just say that
1: everybody looks good in a black t-shirt it hides all the things
0: Um, but yeah she is you know she is gonna leave and she's going, you know, she's making an advancement in terms of the career. She wants to head towards an administrative role and that this is a step in that direction, Uh, but it is possible uh, that she will be making um, either about the same or slight, just very, very, very slightly more money um, in this other place. And, you know, the hesitation is she was at one point believing she would be making at least moderately more Yeah. And that might not be happening. And she's like, you know, and so now it's like, what's the point? Do I do it? And I'm like, you want to, you've been very clear that you want this advancement. You want to move forward. Um, so yes, you know, even if they were offering you a pay cut, I would still suggest you move because otherwise you're just stuck in this job that you very clearly are not fulfilled with. So I could understand. I don't think you know, you're ever going to tell me that you're moving to take the forty four thousand dollar job and do any of that? But I can see where there might be some temptation if that was really the direction you wanted to go.
2: There's temptation.
1: I just don't think I can make it work.
0: If you sold the house and moved
1: back into the condo, well, you would. Yes, we would absolutely have to sell the house if I were going to do that. You know,
0: get me my faux puzzle that is still probably <laughs> in their foyer. Yeah,
2: I sincerely
1: um, doubt that. Um, yeah, yeah, I would, I would, I literally, I think, would have to sell the house. We would have to downsize and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So, I guess I could live in a dumpster. I'd be all right with that. Or,
0: or I, I have not heard from GQ. I don't know if he is still listening to these shows. I hope he is. I don't know if he's mentioned it to you in your interactions with him. Um, he clearly has room. You could move in with the GQ family in some Ah. sort of weird, perfect strangers type relationship.
1: Well, that's an idea. GQ, if you're listening, run it by the missus. Let me know how (laughs) she responds.
0: Uh, But yes, all right. So things are all right. The exam is in the exam this week.
1: It is. So uh, I spent the weekend making an exam. I made a practice exam because I am a very uh, uh, you know, gracious God. I'm willing to. Don't say I never gave anything to you. Ah, hello. Mrs. Manson, thank you for my uh, my water. Thank you for my grapes.
0: Where's the Where's the trash can? Well, um, let's get can, Let's get her in.
1: Taking my trash out. What did What did she you think? She already, she already did it, folks. No clinging and clanging. It's done. Did Did she
0: have any opinion on Jeremy and Glenn since she saw them?
1: Uh, right. I would like your very superficial opinions on. Uh, Jeremy and Glenn? Did they look like ruffians, or uh, did they look how you expected, like the posh millionaires that we know them to be?
0: 100% posh millionaires. They're
1: fabulous. Oh, yeah. I said Jeremy kind of looked like he, uh, if you put a vest on him, he might look like the (laughs) owner of an independent occult bookstore. What do you think?
0: Spot on. Yeah, He could could sell me on any (laughs)
1: religion cult. I'm thinking wow. Necronomicons and that sort of thing would be his business. But.
0: Jeremy, good to know. You, you've, got a, you've got a potential buyer in
2: uh, the Mrs. Manson over there.
1: Thank you. Very kind. Um, what was I saying? Oh, the test. Yeah. So I, I made it up over the weekend. I sent it over to the copy center. They let me know it was ready for pickup. I went and picked it up after lab on Tuesday. And um I don't know. I got a little nostalgic or not nostalgic. I don't know if that's the right word, but this morning i you know I saw the packet sitting there on the on the breakfast table. I was polishing off a slice of banana bread, you know, and I just i i the first time I unwrapped it, you know what I mean, I opened it up and I slid out an exam, and I was holding it in my hands and just kind of looking it over, and I was kind of just like this this is my." First exam. Like, don't get me wrong. I've put together quizzes for labs, and I've sure. put together practicals. But like this, this physically th- that I'm holding is my first exam that I have created, and it is up to me, mm-hmm. and I am responsible for the education of the people in my class. And I don't know. I got a little misty-eyed or something, and you know, in the cockles of my heart, something was 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 welling up there. And I don't know. I like I was, I was proud. Maybe is that the emotion I was? I don't know. But like I it, think it, so. It, it I took a moment. Yeah. You know.
0: We just talked about how you understand that you you know you you might not ever be heading into this job in a full time sense, but this is what you've wanted to do since I've known. You know, since you were in the PhD program, and I asked you, "What are you going to do with that PhD?" And you were like, "Teach." So, you know, it's been a while that this is what the aim has been. And this was a fulfillment of, you know, a dare I say a dream. So I could understand getting a little verklempt. Um, I I have to ask, though, and I suppose this is my own fault for never really thinking it through. You go, you send your exam to a copy center.
1: Well, it's a university copy center.
0: So you don't send it to Kinko's or something
1: like that. No, no, it's just the. If you need to get you know fifty pages photocopy instead of printing it on your own printer, um, send it over to them they'll take care of it. I
0: you know? never factored in that there would be a copy center. I assumed somewhere in your building there was a copy room
1: there is um, there is a copier in the main office, but they ask that if the job is going to be more than fifty pages total that you send it to the copy center instead because it's like a Smaller machine, meant for less throughput. Sure. Um, that sort of thing. And I imagine there's probably a better deal that the copy center gets because of the volume that they do.
0: And is it a departmental copy center or is it full university level? Like they're printing out nutrition stuff, psychology stuff.
1: Obviously, the one in the department's for the department, but the copy center is for the university at large.
0: Yeah. So you have yeah. to go to a separate building to go to the copy center. Yep. Yep. I never and honestly, all I do th- is
1: I go online, I fill out a form, I upload my file, I tell them when I need it by, I, put all, I select all my options and eventually I get an email back that says, ready for pickup, come get it. And you can put it in interdepartmental mail if you want them to send it to the office. They'll send it to the office. Um, but I, since I'm not on campus all the time over this place, you know, just for my lectures, just for my labs, um, I figured I would just pick it up as I was walking to my car.
0: And so... Are you allowed to use the copy center at one university to print out things for the second university, no. or do you have to, you have to keep it? Separated? Yeah, it needs to be
1: related to the the functions happening at that university.
0: Okay, and you can't print out things for personal use. No. So if you said, "I have a friend who would like eighty-five pages of tournament brackets printed out for an
2: independent podcast project," you wouldn't be able to help me out. Probably not. No. I just do that in my school cup.
0: Shh. <laughs> I said nothing. Um, <clears throat> speaking of, well, I know I have no good segue. Uh, since we have seemingly discussed life for you, things are fine with me. Um, it's a big week in wrestling, there, Doc Manson. I'm sure, as you know, because you you have all this free time, so I'm sure you are just well versed in the goings on. Uh, of both AEW and the WWE. Well,
1: I know it's, that AEW is having a big live show tonight. I forget what the name of the arena is. Something Asher or something.
0: The Arthur Ash for the tennis and player. Is that
1: in New York?
0: I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Queen. Well, and it's going uh, to be a two night event. On. What's that? It's a two
1: night event. They're oh, calling oh,
0: it sure. AEW Grand Slam. Part of it is happening tonight, part of it is happening on uh so it's rampage. my
1: understanding that you know the middle two hours will be live as dynamite and then they're going to take the first hour and the last hour and package that together for rampage on friday um that's what i was told but anyway okay then from my
2: industry sources
1: that's a Reddit. long
0: time i understand that wwe pay-per-views can often be four hours if not more but that's a long time to sit through a show
1: It is, but, you know, I think most pay-per-views are about that when you factor in pre-shows and things. So, With how hot AEW is with their fan base right now, I bet you people are going to feel like that night flies by. But I'm looking forward to seeing Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson. I think that will be a lovely matchup. Is that for the title? I don't even know. It is not. Okay, so I'm even more intrigued to see that match with knowing there's a possibility... Uh, Brian Danielson could could be the victor here. Yeah,
0: you know I think this is free. You know, and and it is interesting to me to hear people talk about the quality of matches AEW puts out. Not even counting this week, um, compared to what WWE puts out on a weekly basis. And I'm like, WWE has monthly pay per view, like them or not, they have monthly pay per views. So they have to save some of their big matches for the monthly pay per views. AEW doesn't have that, so they can put pay-per-view quality
1: matches on... I think on. I've stopped caring about that argument myself, you know really? what I mean? Like Only because, as you've pointed out, whenever it was we were talking about all out at this point, WWE is an entertainment company. Um, they're, they're not putting any emphasis on the quality of the matches, so... Not as much, no. You know what I mean? Like, I, Don't get me wrong, and I'm not saying they have bad matches. They have plenty of quality, good matches. but you know what I mean? Like if it's not, if it's not their priority, then whatever they're doing their thing. Don't be mad about it. If, and that's the lovely thing, the most lovely thing about AUW existing, I think is if you care about that, there's a competitor. Sure. You can watch that. That's beautiful. We haven't had a real competitor in some time. I, I will say, I think the early days of TNA, I consider them a competitor. I don't think the mainstream at large considered them one, but I, I thought they were at the time. But since then, it's been a while, I mm-hmm. think, since the WWE has had some good competition. I think it's healthy for the entire industry.
0: What I like about what AEW has been doing, and there are some exceptions, uh, but you, we are not getting two or three versions of the same match. WWE is you have a match, Nothing's really settled. Now you have another match maybe with a stipulation. And then maybe you have a third match because somebody won the first one and the opponent won the second one. With the exception, looking at these matches of, I think, Malachi Balak versus Cody Rhodes. Balak? Malachi Balak.
1: Okay. I like that pronunciation. That's his
0: name. His name is Malachi Balak.
1: Malachi Balak. I like I actually think that's kind of good. I, I I think that's gonna be his name from now on around here.
0: Um yeah. All of these matches appear to be uh brand new for AEW, and I think that is great. And I could be wrong, but it is nice to know, you know, you have a deep roster, and WWE could be the exact same way if they got rid of the brand split. You have a deep enough roster, you could have brand new matches every week. Sure. And not have the same match time after time. But yes. Um Without going in, I don't want to give you every single match you're going to see, but Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson will headline on uh, night one. And let us not
1: forget the second most important thing on the card. Interview with CM Punk. Couldn't He's even put, put him Friday, in a match. At least.
0: He's listening Friday. He's going to wrestle Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh, okay. The guy who tried to put him through a table. Okay. Um, All right. So he is wrestling on Friday. I, at some point, An interview with CM Punk isn't going to be exciting anymore, and it's possibly we've already passed that point.
1: I mean, that was what my comment was. Yeah, that's where I
0: thought you were going. The match I think you're going to want to see is John Moxley and Eddie Kingston taking on Suzuki Goon. The Beast is back. Speaking of Kung Fu Hustle, uh, Minoru Suzuki will be teaming with Lance Archer to take those on Moxley and Kingston in a hardcore match, which I think will be ridiculous.
1: I've been hearing more and more about Eddie Kingston on commentary, and uh, I think I actually got to start listening in because while I was not sold on Eddie Kingston before, the things I am hearing about the things he's saying on commentary sure makes me feel like I should like this guy.
0: I don't know if it's darker Elevation, but one of them, the commentary team, is uh, Tony Schiavone, The Big Show, and Eddie Kingston, and it is wholly entertaining. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, no, it sounds
0: good. But yeah, it, that's good. And then to top it off, the, the cherry on top of the Sunday, speaking of Sunday, Extreme Rules, Doc Manson, there's a pay-per-view.
1: Yeah, I heard that up until just this week, Extreme Rules had like eight matches on the card, and none of them had a stipulation.
0: Well, there are six, and and now
2: one of them is Extreme Rules.
1: That's... The name of your show, I, and I'm with you, DC, right? I'm with you. They shouldn't have pay-per-views that are yes. named for gimmicks. Like, I get it. That is the root of this problem. That's the fix. Name it something else. Yep. But how do you put together a card for a pay-per-view called Extreme Rules and have no stipulation matches on it? I know you have one now. Yeah. But and, and, I, only and, and, feel like, I feel like I only heard about them making that stipulation match after I started hearing online that people were like, There's yes, no stipulation matches. 100%. I don't think anybody on creative was aware that there wasn't a stipulation match until the fans yeah. were like, what the fuck?
0: Unless you're going to do like the taboo Tuesday type thing where it's like, you're going to get to vote. We'll have three stipulations. We'll tell you what they are on the night of the show. We'll let you vote. And then, you know, then at least we'll that
1: dis- is a stipulation in and of itself. Yeah. Like, you have an expectation going into that, that something extreme or wacky or whatever yeah. is going to happen. And part
0: of me is like, look, I don't need every match to have one. Hell in a cell, not every match is in a cell. There's not all money in the bank matches and money in the bank, but you need at least two. I'm assuming one of these other ones will get an extreme r- rule stipulation. Probably, if I'm honest, Charlotte versus Alexa Bliss may get a last-minute extreme rule stipulation. Yeah, But yeah. Becky versus Bianca. There's a triple threat match for the U.S. Championship. You're not going to care about Roman Reigns versus the Demon. They brought back the Demon, Doc. What? Finn Balor's back in the face paint. The Demon's back. Oh,
1: you said the Demon, and <clears throat> I was like the Fiend. And no, like in my I mind, I was like, did they make a fake Fiend? Did they put somebody else in the Fiend mask? Are they doing fake Diesel, fake under fake Kane all over again, or whatever? That a fake Razor Ramon? That's what it was. Fake Ramon. That's what I thought they no, were doing. Be fair.
0: They have done fake Undertaker and fake Kane as well. I would well, totally be. If they had put, he's not on the roster anymore, but if they had put Bo Dallas in the fiend costume and just tried to have him continue the gimmick, yeah, sure. I'd fine send <laughs> WWE extra money.
1: I, uh, would have, I would have tuned in to at least see it.
0: Yeah. And
2: then uh, the match of the night is going to clearly be live Morgan against Carmella. Um, Even
1: you couldn't say that without sarcasm. So, No,
2: No, I like both of them, but
0: I I, maybe this is leading to a Liv Morgan push. I don't know. I feel like we've said that a thousand times, Uh, but either way, I'll be watching. I'll try to watch. I'm behind on my wrestle watching. I have to fight the urge to try to watch things chronologically. I doubt I need to watch last week's rampage. I could probably just watch dynamite tomorrow when it comes out on the tnt app but i all i'm saying is there's been good wrestling all week nxt apparently was good raw was good i'm sure this is going to be fantastic so it is nice to have multiple companies providing quality wrestling
1: dynamite is on at 8 p.m tonight i believe so so we have 90 minutes to wrap this show up i think i will watch it tonight i have enough breathing room in my schedule right now Thanks to the exam, you know, honestly, because I sure. don't have to prepare a lecture for Friday. Oh, that's been, true. That's a good point. I have been trying to get caught up, though. Um, I, w- like I had to still send over at least half a semester's worth of lab supplies to the lab crew. So I finished that up today. That's done. Now I've got to go and make assignments. The rest of the... I only had assignments through week five for the lab done. So I have yep. to go and make the rest of the semester's assignments. And that's going to be my goal tomorrow is to try to get at least half of those done. And then maybe the other half on Friday. And then I'll spend Saturday, Sunday doing my lectures for Monday. And hopefully that'll get me enough time that I can actually finish Monday and maybe even Wednesdays. And I can still feel like I'm ahead of schedule. That's the goal. It's going to be a busy weekend, but I think I can do it. Especially just because we're sure going you're, to the in-laws on Sunday.
0: But we'll just see. make sure somewhere along there, there is a bonus question or lab assignment that makes sure to mention a Malakai Balak.
1: Balak. So yeah, well, I also wanted to mention while I don't watch Peacock, you know, for uh, the, the the WWE at this point, um, yeah. there was an announcement this last week or even two weeks ago, I guess technically, that um, I'm very excited about Peacock is going to be day and date uh, with the theater release of Halloween Kills, so the hey. sequel to 2018's Halloween. Uh, franchise sequel slash reboot, whatever you want to call it. Um, So that's going to be it coming on to the the Peacock in October. And I am excited for that. I would like to see that movie in the theaters, but I don't know that I'm going to get there. Nope. I'm still not feeling like theaters are a great idea. And it really bums me out because we are rapidly approaching Ghostbusters time. and I really, really, really want to see that show in the theaters. And I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. Um, So I don't know. Halloween, I'm willing to watch at home, but Ghostbusters, uh, it's gonna tear my it's gonna tear a bit of my soul to pieces if I don't I don't get there.
0: I don't know if our local theater lets you rent the theater, but I have heard it's not that expensive. Like Hmm. it maybe it'll cost you 150 200 bucks, but you could potentially. I don't again. I don't know if they do it. But you could rent out the theater, and you know, just have you and the misses go see it yourselves, and not have to worry about sharing space with so many people. What if we were to split it with the Matthewses
1: and the Jukes?
0: I, I would have to to run it up the flagpole and <laughs> see if uh, Ghostbusters is a-, it's a
1: little Harvey Danger reference there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, see if Ghostbusters is a movie. I I looked into doing it for Shang-Chi because I really wanted to see that, though I understand and I know that if I wait two or three more weeks, it'll come out on Disney Plus and I'll just watch it there. You also should consider a drive-in
1: depending on when it comes out. Yeah, I saw the local drive-in was playing a couple of horror movies that I wanted to see together. I think they were playing uh, Don't Breathe 2 and the the, uh, reboot slash sequel for Candyman Last weekend. I don't know if it's still playing. I saw it when I was driving by last week. I, I'm looking I, now. I meant to look into tickets. I should have. Because that that's something I maybe I would do. Yep. Let's see here. Where,
0: where are we going? Uh, screen one currently is uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show.
2: Okay. All right. Okay.
0: Screen two is Shang-Chi and Free Guy, the Ryan Reynolds movie.
2: So you want three, to see
0: that? Screen three, you can see Malignant again. And then it chapter two. I will pass. I will
1: pass on that for
0: Shaw. But I don't know how long they're doing them. But uh, yeah, that was an option. We again, we consider that except, you know, they're like, we started 830 and I'm like, I'm asleep by 830 a lot of time. So. Yeah. All right. Um, Let's see. Anything else for the good of the order before we turn our attention to the emails? I feel like we had more than these thought jeremy said he sent one but i don't see it
1: hmm, let me see Checking i the spam have one folders. from jeremy so oh
0: um. there we go it's in our spam folder oh and there's brent he did it he did it we have two in the uh spam folder so i just moved those out so now we're done we have five five emails almost halfway to a baker's dozen
1: um what is the title of the one from Brent?
0: Uh, can I be your bestie? A work in progress. The subject or the, t- the sender is a work in progress because that's the podcast.
2: And the title is, can I be your Bestie? Hmm. Uh, for those while, while Doc looks, uh, for those who do not know.
0: um, Got it. Brent is the host of the AWI pod, a work in progress. Uh, And I called him out on the piece of business show because he is on that show quite a bit. Uh, And I told apparently he has inquired about the bestie chat, the best thing on Twitter. Um, And, you know, he knows now that in order to be a bestie, he needs to send an email. And so our first email from a work in progress titled, can I be your bestie?
2: Message received wall wall
1: wall that's lol folks lol i was wondering what are some songs we'd hear on doc and dc's favorite spotify or whatever app you use for music playlist and can i be your bestie um, yes you can yeah i give i give permission i will
0: turn my key we will uh We will add you to the bestie chat. It's been a while since we've had a new bestie. Yeah. Um, Mostly we just run them out of town. Danielle. I don't know what you're talking about. Where are you? (laughs) We miss you. She's around. She chimes in like once a week. I know. but No emails. Um, I do not have Spotify. I've never used Spotify. Do you use Spotify?
1: I don't use Spotify, but I've had Spotify in the past. Uh, One of the perks that came with my... uh, Game Pass subscription, I think was like four or six months of Spotify. So I used it it. for a bit and it was fine. Um, But I I typically just use Amazon Prime Music because I get a certain amount through them and you can pay them a little bit extra for access to more stuff. And so I do that too. Um, Although I don't know if I'm going to keep doing that long term. I think I might switch over to Apple Music at some point. But I've used Apple Music in the past as well. It's all the same to me. I don't care. Because we
0: bought the MacBook. We get, I believe, a year of Apple Music. I believe it is technically on my wife's account, but when we are driving into work together, we are listening to music on Apple Music. Truthfully, if I'm listening to music, it's on YouTube. Uh, okay. So that's, you know, but what is what is a song you would hear? If I was listening to, you know, if I, if I came in while Doc was getting his exam set up or things, what music would be on in the background?
1: Um, Besides the giant
0: bomb cast and... Things of that.
1: I mean, honestly, yes, is. it's mostly just podcasts. But that said, um, you know, uh, today as I was driving between campuses, I, I I did flip over to my Amazon Music app. I was mm-hmm. looking for a couple of specific songs that I wanted to listen to, uh, and so the first one was uh, Megan Trainers All About That Bass. I was rocking out to that for a little bit in the Manson mobile. No shame here, DC. No shame. I don't feel it. Uh, And the second one uh, was from the Ghostbusters 2016 soundtrack uh, L King's song. Good girls. Those were the songs I was rocking out to on my playlist this morning.
0: Um, one of the songs that we probably listen to every day on the way into work uh, is Kane Brown and Marshmallows' song "One Thing Right." Okay, um, I've been I've been kind of hooked on that lately. Uh, and then you know I will find I often find either acapella versions or things instrumental covers. So there is a group called Forty Fingers, okay, which are four guitarists. Mm-hmm. And I listened at least three times today to their cover of the theme song from The Last of the Mohican. Uh, all right. I, play that, I play a lot of instrumental music in my classroom, either when we're working or in the morning or some such. And the kids always ask, why aren't there words? And I say, because not all music has words. Shut up. So
1: You just really like instrumentals. I don't think there's I'm, anything I'm an wrong with adult. that.
0: And I think there's nothing wrong with L. King or Meghan Trainer. It was the way you said all about the bass that, that uh, <laughs> delighted me.
1: I, I uh, also but- have a playlist. I, uh, Electric Light Orchestra, Mr. Blue Sky is a favorite song. Um, don't ones. Stop Me Now. Queen, pretty much anything by Queen. Don't stop Me yeah. Now. I love Queen. Um, I'll Be There For You, the Rembrandts. Mhm. Okay. Um uh, uh our house by badness. Sure. Wake me up before you go go by Wham. Wham. Oh yeah, I got some good ones on there. You have the proclaimers on there? I don't, but I probably should.
0: I've just discovered a new life goal. What's that? At some point in life, I would like to do karaoke with you. <laughs> to I would walk 500 miles.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I'm I so down. I think
0: that would be amazing.
1: Um, There's one song that I really like, and I, I, would, I was listening to it like on, on repeat, and I'm trying to remember what the hell it was, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, I can't remember the group. It's just, it's all just, I, it's right there in the back of my mind, but I just can't think of it. Song history. Am I going to find it if I look in here? Uh, uh I don't think I am because this is like all of our history from all of our devices, not just mine. Mm. Oh, well, I guess we better move on because I don't think I'm going to find it. All right. If I get to it, Uh, I'll I'll bring it up.
0: But yes, thank you, Brent. Uh, There is no, you know, limit. You don't have to regularly send emails to be considered a bestie, though it would be hilarious if you did. Um, But please email again. Uh, the next email comes from Che. We don't hear from Che all the time, but we love it when we hear from him. It's Wednesday. You know what that means.
1: It's Wednesday, the 22nd of September, and Google tells me that today in the U.S., it's National Ice Cream Cone Day. So I'm before we get there,
0: I am reminded of all the times we bulk recorded DC and Doc Talk, and I was looking up national holidays just to try to get some sort of conversation topics for like our fourth episode we're recording
1: yeah anyways Um, cone or cup well i mean if it's ice cream cone day you have to get a cone a cup is not a cone
2: i'll go with cup what about the cone that's shaped like a cup like a waffle cup does that count does it have to be conical
1: i mean technically that's a waffle bowl so not a cone not a cone um, I, will say, I will say, I will say. Like if I'm getting a Sunday, yeah, sure. Put it in a cup, put it in a bowl, waffle bowl. I will always take. But usually, like if I'm going all out, and this is like only happening when I'm on vacation, going to the creamery, you know, at sure. our local place. Um, the thing I like to get is those big ass waffle cones that are dipped in chocolate and yes. have the rainbow sprinkles all around the edge, embedded in it. That you is. Go. My go-to, if I'm living it up, type of cone, that's what Mm -hmm. I'm getting.
0: I will do a cone, but I also ask for the cup because I don't have great fine motor control. So if I get a cone, it's either dripping on my hand or I'm dropping it on the ground. So I will invert it automatically right away and then break off pieces of the cone to scoop the ice cream with, which I understand kind of violates the principles of the cone. You remembered it. Pumped up kicks.
1: Foster the people.
0: Oh, the other kids with the pump. Yeah, I time. love that song.
1: Hey. Two scoops or three. I the uh, these days I am I am a, a one scooper. I mm. am a small whatever. Because usually when you get that size cone that I'm talking about, also, yeah. um, they they cheat on the scoop. Of course, yeah. you know what I mean. Because it's a big cone, and the cone itself is like four dollars, five dollars. Never mind the ice cream you're putting in it. Um, they they give you a handsome amount of ice cream. Yep. So. Usually I just get the smaller ones. I fully, ex- I fully accept
0: that when I get a cup, I am getting, um, I don't believe that's an appropriate term. I am getting <laughs> hosed. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a popular saying for when you get that, but I don't think it's culturally. Uh, I think what you were
1: looking for is you were getting ripped off.
0: Yes. Uh-huh. I was getting ripped off. I was getting
1: hosed. Um, Certainly nothing about get- those wonderful people from Romania. No, they're lovely. Yes.
0: Oh yeah, that would be where it comes from. Um, yeah, you get more ice cream, I think, if you do a cone. But uh, I will go for. Uh, it depends. If it's ice cream, I tend to go for one. If I'm doing a sorbet or sherbet type situation, depending on how I'm feeling, I will go for two. Then, because with the dairy issues, you know, if it's a non dairy type like lemon sorbet
1: or something like that, I can handle two scoops. I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyways. If sure. you are at a place that serves ice cream and sherbet sorbet, whatever, yeah, are you ever choosing to get the sorbet over the ice cream?
0: Um The only time I would is if my wife and I work as a very you know, we work very, very well together, if she gets an ice cream that is a flavor we both like. And there's like a good lemon or raspberry sorbet. I'll get that. And then we just, we're literally just swapping cups,
1: but you would never get it on your own as your soul treat. Not unless I'm already
0: feeling like if my stomach's a bit off, Mm. I'll get sorbet.
1: I will say like, it's. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm an anti sorbet or anything like that. Like if I'm going to a gelato shop, I am choosing to have a gelato and I will enjoy it. Yeah. Um, But if I'm going to an ice cream shop and I see some sorbet, I'm usually like, oh, boy, I feel sorry for that sorbet because ain't nobody got time for that. Not when you're at an ice cream shop.
0: It's usually as the non-dairy option for those people who don't eat the dairy. And
1: don't get me wrong. There was a time when my dietary restrictions were I was keeping to them stricter. And I did choose the raspberry sorbet because for some reason it's always raspberry. Sometimes yep. lemon, but almost always raspberry. And there was a time when I was choosing it over the ice cream. And every single time I did it, I felt like those people from Romania. And frankly, I was not pleased. Um, counter to that. I'm talking it's about like, vampires, people. That, vampires. That's
0: If there's a place that serves like an orange cream circle type. That's why it's like vampires.
1: Vampires famously from Romania. That's what we're talking
2: about, right? Do you see? Yes. Okay, what were we saying? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Uh, if there's a place that has
0: an orange creamsicle, where mm. it's the orange sherbet and vanilla ice cream, I may go for that if I'm not. Usually, it's chocolate. To go to his next question, what flavor ice cream? Chocolate, often not with anything else, just chocolate. Oh, you're lame. I can be lame. I like to say I'm a purist, but lame is another good word for it, too. <laughs>
1: yeah i mean do gonna be wrong uh I, but i do tend to go for something with more of a mix-in style situation it depends mm-hmm. on what they've got but i'm looking for something with peanut butter or caramel like a chocolate peanut sure. butter would be good especially with peanut butter yep. cups um or you know something more like with a vanilla base or a caramel base has got caramel cups in it or yep. something like a snickers with nuts and chocolate incorporated like that would be okay i do giffords like things like pretzels um yep.
0: gifford's ice cream Yeah, which is big in this region. Um, They used to have lobster tracks, which I think they've now turned into their Bruins ice Mm -hmm, cream. mm -hmm. But it was a more vanilla ice cream with a fudge swirl and little red, when it was lobster tracks, caramel cups, I think. Or maybe it was just chocolate. But either way, I ate that all day. Yeah. Um, They
1: have a really good uh, uh, s'mores ice cream. They do. I like that one a lot. If, again... Uh, both for the
0: supposed health benefits and also for the cost. Uh, occasionally, not occasionally, often my wife and I will split something. Our go-to is chocolate and mint chip, a scoop of each. Because mm. then you can kind of swipe your spoon through both and get... Mrs. Manson nice.
1: is a big fan of the mint chip. And a chocolate-based mint chip um, would probably be her ideal. Mm-hmm. So what that's basically what you're describing. Just you're yeah. doing the mixing on your own.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, although... If you've had the grasshopper, which is mint with Oreo instead of chips,
1: Mm -hmm. that is
0: also very good.
1: Sounds all right. That sounds all right.
0: Sauces, toppings?
1: I mean, if I'm going crazy, you know, put some hot fudge on there. um, Put some... uh, I I love the marshmallow sauce. I love the peanut butter sauce. So, I mean, it all depends on what I'm doing. But uh, at the local um, place, the university, they make their own... They have their own cows. They milk them and they make their own ice cream, et cetera, et cetera. They they occasionally do a Sunday of the month and a few months back they had one, they have a flavor I really like. It's banana chocolate chip, right? Mm. So that's delicious on its own. And then they did a Sunday of the month with it where it had all three of those. It had the hot fudge, it had the peanut butter, it had the marshmallow sauce, it had whipped cream and you know, nuts and a cherry on top. And that ooh, that was my ideal Sunday. That was delicious. It was delicious.
0: I like hot fudge, but it's got to be good, legit hot fudge. You take your Hershey's chocolate syrup and you throw it up. Hershey's chocolate syrup is garbage. It's gross. It's terrible. Hot fudge Fudge is hot fudge, and it's delicious. When I worked at camp and we did picnics, I would be the person. I volunteered for this job. I would be the person to open the giant cans of hot fudge and put it basically into a crock pot to melt it. And I would have to, like, I had, like, special towels I hid around the corner because I had have eaten so much of the hot fudge that I had to, like, clean myself up before I went back out into the general populace.
1: Uh, I'll I'll, I'll level with you. When I worked in a restaurant, you know, for six years, I I frequently had to refill the hot fudge. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're taking a taste of that. You need some serious viscosity. That is the the that is that is the cost of doing business as far as I am concerned.
0: Yeah. Uh, Speaking of I Scream, (laughs) sorry Now that Halloween season is approaching What movies are on Doc's radar as we Near October? I think you already mentioned a couple But hope you and yours are keeping well Che, we love you, thank you
1: Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward uh, to Halloween Kills Um, That'll be out this month Um, They're doing some Sort of Elvira Special on Shudder leading up to Halloween so I'll be tuning in for that. I'm not sure what movies she's doing, but I'm always down to see Elvira, Cassandra Peterson, um, you know, in character. Always down to see her do her craft. So hey, she it, was in the news lately. She has been. Yeah, she released an autobiography. So, you know, it's a busy time to be Cassandra Peterson. Uh, I, I think the big news that was in last week was the 19-year relationship with the woman coming out. I think that's fantastic. You know, power to her. Um, Love, love, love Elvira. So, you know, it's going to be sad when she's gone because, you know, she still looks great as Elvira, but the thing that you don't realize is she's gotten up there in her years. You know, she's not going to be with us forever. Um, she's well into her 60s at this point, I think. So... Would you like to see a new Elvira or
0: would you like that just to be over and it, we we had our Elvira time and that is...
1: So, actually, they did that. They did a... Um, I forget what it was called, like the search for the next Elvira. There was a a reality show. They did a reality season. I didn't know. I think they did a couple seasons of it, actually. And um, obviously, none of those people have stuck, right? And I actually think it's time to let it go once she's gone. Because I will say, well, when you think of Elvira, you think of the big hair and you think of the big... You know, dress. Yeah, dress. dress. Huge tracts of land. Um, but 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 honestly, the thing that the thing that's great about Elvira is yes, she presents a very, uh, um, intense, uh, aesthetic, right? But Elvira actually is extremely clever. Cassandra Peterson as an actress, putting in the wit and and charm and, and All of that, the character behind Elvira, you look at Elvira and you think, oh, weird, creepy vampire lady, right? Watch any of the movies, watch any of her shows where she does the introduction. She's actually something of a bimbo, but she's but at the same time, she's not an airhead. You know what I mean? Like she is totally whip smart and constantly throwing out puns like there is a smartness to the whole shtick that a very unique performer is needed to pull off. She's not just pretty. Um, There's way more to it, and that's. I think it's very difficult for somebody to step into that role because I think, like you know, on the reality show, yes, the primary thing is you're looking for someone who presents that image, but that doesn't make them a good fit for the character. And I think that's sort of lightning in a bottle. Um, I don't know if anybody else can capture that, and frankly, I don't think they need to. Um, You know, we don't need a fake Razor Ramon, and we don't need a fake Elvira. That's what I'm saying. All right.
0: Jeremy provides our next email, and it's for the kids.
1: Recently, archaeologists in Colombia found eight ceramic jars filled with emeralds and metallic figurines believed to have been left by the Musca people from 600 years ago. These offerings were meant to go with the deceased into the afterlife. After all, one must be looking their best when meeting the sun god Sua. Sua? Sua? I don't know the Muisca people also required that every family sacrifice a child, usually at the age of 15. As a father of a 15-year-old, I get it, but I digress. Wow, I hope your son doesn't listen to this show. Uh, If the DDT besties decided to make a time capsule, what would each of you fellas add as your contribution? What would best symbolize the camaraderie of this fine group, while also reflecting the sinister hellscape that is our present condition. With love, Jeremy. Interesting question. I would go I to... 15-year-old
0: might be the daughter, though.
1: I would go to merch, <laughs> I would purchase a DDT-branded face mask for the whole COVID times, and I think I would place that into this time capsule box. I think that would be a nice That's addition. That's a great one. That's a very good one. I thought
0: you were going to mention the redacted shirt with GQ blocked out, and I thought that was going to be what you
1: put in. Except that never actually went up on the website because I was way too lazy to make it. I really need to change all that merch since GQ isn't part of the show anymore. I get these little Uh, bursts of energy, and then it takes me nine months before I find it again. So, you know. I think
0: I would add, clearly you need something timeless, you need something priceless i would add all 64 episodes of season one of the corona cup
1: i think that would you just put it on a flash drive would you put it on a series of floppy disks so vinyl. nobody could listen to it vinyl clearly vinyl. needs to
0: be on vinyl yeah okay um you know uh, either that or i don't know if it's possible to get a transcript of the bestie chat but I think that would be very interesting if you could get a, you know, a, a actual tangible book that was like, this is the year 2020 in the bestie chat. I think that would be uh, just like what Jeremy said. It would symbolize the camaraderie of our group and it would reflect the sinister hellscape. So that, that might be what I would put in. Uh, Glenn is playing to the audience here with his email titled pumpkin palooza.
2: Sent from mail for Windows.
1: (laughs) Firstly, I'd once again thank you both. Firstly, I'd once again thank both of you for making episode 50 of P.O.B. so special. Piece of business, people. Piece of business. It was great to finally meet Doc and Mrs. M face-to-face after all these years. A conversation about Doc's Sunday breakfast in the Bestie chat has influenced this email. Firstly, do pumpkin seeds taste of pumpkin? And Doc, what is the strangest pumpkin-flavored thing you have ever tried? And DC, I can't remember if it's already been mentioned in a previous episode, but have you ever indulged in anything pumpkin during pumpkin season? <sighs> Punctuation, Glenn! Once again, thanks to both of you and all the besties, including the new one we hopefully get tonight, for all the encouragement to help Jeremy and I do what we do most Sundays. Glenn, period. Um,
0: I have not this season. I have tried pumpkin stuff. It feels like every year I try something just to, you know, see if maybe I'm missing something. And, you know, while I enjoy the kind of autumnal spices, it's just not my thing. It's not my thing. It's not my wife's thing. Uh, We are really upset that the local bakery that we love so much. Um, has now replaced most of the, you know, at least half of their cupcake flavors every day are now pumpkin flavored, and it just really ruins our day. Good. (laughs) What
1: about you? Um, Pumpkin seeds, I don't really think taste of pumpkin. They taste like seeds, and typically they're roasted, so they kind of just take on the flavor of that. Um, and of course, you could do them up with any sort of spices or seasonings that you want, something I'd never considered before meeting Mrs. Manson. I always used to just eat them with salt on them. But she was like, "Ah, oh, let's put that on there. Let's put this hot, spicy pepper. And I was my eyes were open to a whole new world, a whole new world, exciting new point of view. I'm oh, sorry. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, that was good. And the strangest pumpkin flavored thing I've ever tried, I don't know. There was definitely something I tried within the years of this show that I was like, this was so gross, and I threw it away. Oh, oh! I think I remember. I think it was pumpkin spice flavored almonds. I think that's what it was. Yes. The pumpkin I spice almonds were disgusting. Um, so that, that's, I don't know if that counts as strangest, but it was definitely, I, I, I couldn't eat them. I thought they were gross. So. Didn't
0: you also try the turkey dinner? Uh...
1: Oh, candy corn. Yes, I don't think we tried it. I think we saw it, but we chickened out and got the regular candy corn. I think, I think. I've also had um, candy corn M and Ms, which are basically candy corn flavored M and Ms. And honestly, it was just an M and M with white chocolate in it. I was not getting candy corn from it at all. So, yeah. This year, I saw I want to try it. There's Nerds candy corn, but it's hard, like Nerds. Nerds, and maybe like a chewy center. I don't know. I like nerds, so I'm intrigued. I am intrigued. I saw them at Target. I almost bought them, but I decided against it. Yeah, I don't need all that sugar, but I think it's going to happen sooner or later this season. I'm going to spend that $2.99 and a bag of nerds candy corn is going to come home to the Mansons. Pretty sure. Our final email comes
0: from Tim Johnson. I don't know why I'm sending. This email.
1: Good afternoon, good sirs. I just finished oh, listening okay. to the DDT slash POB and I had this overwhelming urge to email you. Da, 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 anyways, not sure why. Anyway, Doc, I was very excited hearing about your further foray into self hosting. Have you ever looked into shucking at all for drives? It may be great. It may be a great option. This past spring, I was able to purchase two 14 terabyte drives for under $200 each. Have you started looking into home automation yet? In my experience, self hosting a movie library is the gateway service. Um, I have looked into Shucking and I decided that ultimately I wanted a better class of drive than I could get from Shucking. But you're absolutely right. As a way to get a large amount of storage at, you know, the best bang for your buck dollar, I agree. That is a hundred percent the way to I can't believe how inexpensive external drives are when you compare them uh to the internal drives of the of the same storage amount. It's ridiculous. Shucking drives, for those of you who don't know, you can buy an external drive like at Best Buy or your local technology Megamart, right? It comes in this enclosure, so you just plug it into your computer with a USB cable. Well, you can shuck it like a clam. Open up the external, rip the drive out, and then do whatever you want with it. Sometimes there's limitations. Sometimes you have to do some fiddling with um, jumpers on there, get certain things to short out so they don't connect because they don't have all the same uh, uh, connectors. That's pretty rare these days. Most of them just work the way they are, but you have to be mindful of what model you're getting. Um, but yeah, for bang for your buck, you can get 14 terabyte drives, especially around Black Friday or other good sales of the year. You can get that stuff bottom dollar, and you can get a lot of storage for real cheap. Um, hmm. So that's not a bad way to go, but I did I did want to get the enterprise drives, and all of the shucking drives I was looking at were at best um, the equivalent of like, uh, a Western Digital Red drive, which is 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 meant for a NAS, which is meant for a server. Um, but I, I really wanted something with a longer mean time to failure. So that's why I didn't go that way. Um, but good tip, Tim. Good tip. DC, the job has been a delight these so- last several days. Aside from Jeremy yelling at me about your piles of index cards, his audio was louder than the podcast itself. It is always a pleasurable experience. I listened to all four Mania episodes yesterday, and as I have said before, I find your booking better than what is on TV these days. Well, aren't you? One nerd question, and then one also nerdy question. Okay, maybe more than one. One, with several domains for various podcast and email properties, who do you use for domain hosting and how has the experience been? Side note, is there a referral program I could use a code or link? Two, Dark Side of the Ring episode aired this week, and to no one's surprise, old school wrestlers don't appear to be role models. Are either of you surprised by the alleged actions of the Nature Boy? Two again. Probably meant to be three. Extreme Rules <laughs> is this weekend. Do either of you really care? Best regards and thank you for the banter. This helps me pass the time, Tim. In reverse order, DC cares. I do not. We are not surprised if you want to hear more thoughts. Listen again to the Pop Job podcast, and in terms of domains for various podcasts and properties, um, I... I purchase domains through namecheap.com. They tend to be the best deal and I like the way their service is set up. My actual hosting I do through a separate company called FranTech who's technically the host and the, the the reseller of that service is ibuyshared.com. I chose them because they're extremely bottom dollar cheap. Um I think they got a little bit overwhelmed with people buying Storage or buying hosting from them who didn't know what they were doing though they're definitely a small time company, they're not a big company um though, and I think they've shut down sales of shared hosting, so I don't think it's available anymore um but yeah, at the moment, I'm paying like thirteen dollars for a year of hosting, which is phenomenal when you look at something like Dreamhost, which is you know more like a hundred dollars um, so I can't recommend them highly enough, but last time I checked they were no longer selling, but they do have another branch to um, their company. I think it's I buy VPS um, virtual private servers. I I think I buy buy VPS. And so like, you know, different type of server. It's not shared hosting. You get dedicated hardware, though it's a virtual machine. So it's not physical hardware, I suppose. Um, But if you need slightly more stable hardware for whatever you're doing, need more uptime, uh, they still have good prices on that stuff, too. And with my experience so far with that company, I would recommend them. Uh, There's Like I said, still good prices for what it is, but certainly more expensive than shared hosting. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I, I railroaded you there, DC. Anything you wanted to
2: add? Nope.
1: Podcast at ddtwrestling.com is that email address. DC brings us to that time of the week. What is your piece?
2: of positivity.
0: Um I don't think I mentioned this uh before. Uh there is a show on Netflix called Bake Squad. Um and in it there is this event and there are four professional uh pastry chefs, a chocolatier, a cake baker, um, Someone who I think focuses on pies and someone who does more like sugar work sort of craziness. And someone comes to them and says, we're having a wedding, we're having a birthday party, we're doing something, we want this big event. And the four people have a day to create some ridiculous dessert. You know, uh, somebody built a ball pit that was all edible. Somebody did all of this type stuff. And then in the end, the person who's hosting the event comes back, looks at the four choices and makes a selection. Um, there's only eight episodes. It's only been out one season, but it is, it is another one of those baking shows on Netflix that you can just put on, have on in the background while you're doing other things. You could be making exams or slides while, while it's on. And it is an enjoyable watch.
1: Remind me of the name of the show again. Bake
2: squad. Bake squad.
1: All right. Very good. Uh, well,
2: what do you got for me there, doc? You know, um, it's pretty lame, and I already talked about it, but I made an exam.
1: You did. That was probably, like I said, it was a surreal sort of moment at the breakfast table, and I don't know. it, it, It did warm the cockles in a way that they have not been fired up in some time, so I think I'll go with that. It was a good feeling this week. So, now, could you remove all of the identifying
0: information? And if a best you wanted to take your exam just to see how they do, sure. Could they? Yeah. Could they, I could put could that up. Take your
1: exam. Absolutely.
0: I would take it, understanding that I will get 14% right. And I'm hoping you give 10% just for the people who remember to put their
1: name on it. I wasn't planning on it. Are you so? Are you gonna? Is, are you taking an open note, or are you gonna try to answer it just based off of your current knowledge?
0: I I think I would probably try to do it just on my own. Open note. I, I think inevitably, you would. You would do just fine. Inevitably, by question three, I'm gonna have to cheat somehow because otherwise, I'm not gonna know what all the words
1: mean. <laughs> oh yeah, I you know I uh. Can you put a doc file in, in, in the Twitter chat? Or do I have to put a link somewhere? I probably have to put a link to somewhere. I don't know how that totally works. Yeah, but I could probably but, get a link um, to a Google Doc. I could put the, it up in there.
0: But yeah, I, huh. think, I think that would be entertaining for some people just to see. We know that you have a PhD too, in fact. We know that you... Only one from an I, accredited institution. Though. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, we know that you are obviously a very eloquent Uh, a well-dressed speaking poodle. Don't forget a stud. And a stud. But I don't think everyone everyone really fully appreciates just how big your brain
1: is. So, (laughs) Hey, now, your cranium's larger than mine. And I, hey, hey, I will find and post one of the
0: exams that I have made, (laughs) and then people can take (laughs) that one too. (laughs)
1: Okay, I, I think that's a great idea.
0: The four directions are north, (laughs) east, south, and what? It's not what. That's wrong. (laughs) You'd be surprised what people say. All right. uh, An entertaining time, as always. And I want to give you plenty of time to to relax, to compose yourself, to get maybe some snackies before you settle in to watch Grand Slam. I want to hear. Your thoughts both in the bestie chat and on our next week's show. Do you 289? Um, to discuss uh Kenny versus Brian. Do you think you're gonna tune in tonight? No. I don't watch live. I don't know if I can on the TNT app I believe you can, but that's I, how
1: I will be watching.
0: Oh. Um, we'll see. But if not, I'll watch it tomorrow. Cool. And it, I might enjoy it more if I come home at four o'clock probably have my dinner. probably have my early bird dinner and then put it on the TV. Yeah. All right. But we'll see. Uh, well, in that case, doc Manson, anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night? If
1: you'd like to have your thoughts read on the air, send us an email podcast at DDT If you'd like to listen to our back catalog, you can do that at DDT ddtpod.com or at your podcast repository of choice. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you? Head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT wrestling to send just a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It helps us keep the lights on and this crazy podcast train a chug a luggin. Uh, this is
0: episode 288. We are getting closer to 300. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Thank you for joining us. Until we meet again, my
2: friends, won't you be our bestie?